Human behavior has always been a mystery. Why do people do what they do? Why do they react one way when we expected something else? How do we learn to understand, connect with, enroll, engage, align with people most effectively? Hi, I'm Christine Cummerford, founder of Smart Tribes Institute, and welcome to our Smart Tribes Crack the Behavior Code podcast. In each episode, you'll learn practical, easy to use tools to better understand and change human behavior. These tools will help your team outperform, outengage, outsell the competition. In other words, to become a smart tribe. Oh, and you'll find these tools super helpful in your personal life too. Let's go. Hi, I'm Christine Tumaford of Smart Tribes Institute, and welcome to Inside Leadership, which is a special version of our Crack the Behavior Code podcast. And today I am thrilled to have Cheryl Farr. And Cheryl founded Signal.csk Brand Partners back in 2009, really with the aim of helping organizations to realize their full brand power. And she does that by empowering leaders with fresh new creative thinking, um, strategic pursuit of excellence, to really be strong stewards of their brands and to help their people be brand evangelists as well. And Cheryl has a bunch of successes, a few, you probably all know the Fairmont Hotels. I was just at a Fairmont Hotel. She helped them really work on kind of expanding their worldwide growth, reinvigorating the active adult brand, Del Webb. You're probably familiar with that, I am and then um, crafted kind of the ultimate rallying cry for the world's largest and most influential hospitality alumni network, Cornell Hotel Society. So Cheryl also has created Logic Everyday Community, which unites co-working, uh, food and beverage, events, childcare, all under one roof. And I wanted Cheryl here today uh, because she's really gifted at helping organizations tap into who they really are. So I thought it would be fun to have Cheryl on to tap into who she really is. <laughs> Welcome, Cheryl. Thanks, Christine. I'm really glad to be here. Awesome. I'm just going to ask you a couple of quick questions. So All right. if we kind of drop in and we take a second and we think about how adversity can be a great teacher mm -hmm. and how we learn and grow often more, frankly, through difficulty or challenge, and this pandemic, which just keeps going on, <laughs> has been difficult and challenging for most, if not all, humans. And I'm curious, how have you grown from the pandemic or how are you growing from the pandemic? Yeah, you know, Christine, that's a great question. And I think I'm growing in a lot of ways. I've been thinking about this question. And I think one of the ways that the pandemic has been so good, you know, it's a horrible thing, but it's been good in so many ways, I think, in that it is, for me, I think, number one, it's helped me learn to let go of resistance, <laughs> let go of resistance around how I think sh things should be, <laughs> how I think the world should behave, how I, what, what result I should be getting from something, whatever that looks like, how I think other people should behave. I think it's really taught me to let go of resistance and really embrace 
the opportunity where where there's a barrier and to say I, I like to say recently I'm like okay how are we going to make lemonade today <laughs> you, know? you know instead of fighting what we're facing really be able to say um really be able to say how can we turn yes there's a barrier in front of us we recognize that barrier but where is the opportunity to turn that into an opportunity into something good right how can we get stronger how can we do something that we might have not even thought of before and really see as much upside in adversity as we can find and um that's been really that's been how I've been making my way through this. <laughs> well, that's what's so cool about letting go and yeah. seeing seeing adversity almost as an ally, right? Yeah. Is that there's going to be adversity for yeah. sure going forward. So it's strengthening that muscle. Nice. What what project or challenge or opportunity are you working on right now in your business that's really exciting to you? So um, you mentioned that I developed and lead Logic Everyday Community, which is which is this great intersection of co-working, childcare, food and beverage, and events all under one roof. Um, I'm really excited about that. Um, that project is something that really motivates me. This is a hospitality business, that a multi-unit hospitality business. Um, which we've really launched in the middle of the pandemic. So really trying to launch a hospitality business in the middle of a pandemic is talk about doing something new um, and grabbing opportunity in the face of adversity. Um, but I think it's been really exciting to see as people emerge and, and the world emerges and people see, you know, how, how do they see life differently than they did before? how do they want to live differently? How do they want to work differently? How do they want to spend their time? How we can meet them in this business where they are? That's really exciting to me. Um, really seeing where the opportunities are to serve people and serve communities in ways by coming alongside them as they figure out what's really important in a whole new world. We are all figuring out what's really important in a whole new world, I think. Um, that's really exciting to me. It's really exciting to me as part of that business to grow leaders inside of this business and help them develop these leadership muscles and how to grow something new in an environment that none of us expected when we stepped into this business. That's really exciting to me. Um, the other thing that's exciting to me um, is that as part of this business, and we're thinking about as a leader in this business, as, as um, operating CEO, how do we um, address issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion as is a really big topic for me and something I'm really excited about right now. Um, one of our businesses located here at Logic, the business is located um, in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, Champaign, Illinois, and Louisville, Kentucky, and Louisville especially has been a center of dialogue around diversity, equity, and inclusion, although, of course, this is happening all over the nation as well as it should be. And um, one of the things that we're pursuing here at Logic is a program that we're calling Equity in Arts, and how can we develop um, cultural fluency by, through dialogues, um, 
around and activities around interdisciplinary arts. So through storytelling, through um, visual arts, through the art, through the culinary arts, through the art of hospitality, how can we actually bring people together and really develop our shared cultural fluency as an organization and as individuals and participate in really healthy cultural fluency dialogues in our community. Um, it felt really important to not just talk about diversity or equity, but actually to try to develop, to do, to actually do something about it and to recognize that as an organization that we were we're really at the beginning of this journey. We're learning. And to really be able to say, we don't have it all figured out when it comes to diversity and equity, um, but we wanna learn and we wanna have healthy dialogues and we wanna participate and we wanna learn about um, uh, each other and appreciate what uh, each other and um, build really healthy relationships that may not come naturally to, to us yeah. um, in way, because as people, we tend to gravitate toward people who are like us. Well, what happens if we actively work to change that mode? And so I'm really excited about that. And um, the third thing I'm really excited about, I've been kind of busy during the pandemic, <laughs> My my agency, my business signal CSK, I'm really excited about that um, because I've as I've taken on this role, the CEO role at Logic Everyday Community, I've removed myself a little bit from that business. I'm still participating in it, but at a different level, and it's really given my team an ability to grow and step into their own leadership and to really put myself in my right role in that organization as really um, CEO and executive lead and really empower them to run that business on a day-to-day -day basis. And I am so thrilled at watching them grow and watching the business thrive under their leadership. And that's another thing that um, I'm working on that I'm super excited about. Awesome. So. I love the um, experiencing diversity through cuisine, the arts, et cetera. That felt very kind of visual and kinesthetic to me. That was kind of a cool take on it. Um, and hospitality right now is a tricky field. Um, whew, just people are a little, a little fried <laughs> from the pandemic. <laughs> I just keep hearing like how rough it is to deal with customers at hotels and restaurants and such. So uh, I think there's a great opportunity to support people. Let's talk about how you navigate the hard stuff. Conflict, tragedy, anger, major upset when you're just like, ah, and you're totally in critter state and you're totally triggered. What's your go-to? What do you do? No, that's, that's a great question. Um, what I you know, really right now, I center, really center around what my purpose is, what I believe my purpose is. Yeah. Really trying to be in the moment and be really present and understand the transience of everything. And, you know, 
I used to, I spent so many years of my life living in fear and worry about what was going to happen or what could happen or what might happen. And I feel like I'm finally getting to a place and I am definitely a work in progress, but getting to a place where at some point recently I realized, well, you know, I've spent so much of my life worrying. What's so bad is going to happen? <laughs> you know, what's so bad is going to happen? Um, and the freedom in that, in coming to that realization and the freedom in really, in, in finding my own confidence in that I'll find a way through and I can lead a way through. And it may not always look like I want it to, I think it should look, or someone else might think it should look, but that there is a way through yeah. and um, we will get there. Yeah. That has been, um, that's what's kept me, I think, kept me going through what can be really frustrating and what can be a time that it's easy to get angry. There's legitimate yeah. reasons yeah. to be sad and angry and upset. And you said it, hospitality business is really, really hard right now. Yeah. You know, we're um, wrestling with, we're so ready to emerge, you know, and we spent so long chomping at the bit, ready to op open the doors or reopen the doors. And now people want to come back in and we don't always have the staff we need to serve them well. And that is such a source of frustration right now. Yeah. And um, um, for people who want to work hard and do well, and um, it just feels, sometimes it feels like the young managers who work for me and, and sometimes for me, it feels like, when will this end? We keep thinking <laughs> we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and then there's a new challenge that emerges, yeah. but- um, We're getting there. Yeah. But we're getting there. And there's a, you know, you said to me once um, very early at the beginning of that, this, that, you know, the pandemic is a system buster. Yeah. And that's really stuck with me. And I think those systems are still being busted. And I think some of the, some of this disruption we're experiencing, whether it's in hospitality or in work-life balance or in how we do what we do or how we think about our lives, that disruption, even though it's still in a sense of flux and it can feel unstable, and it can feel feel really upsetting right now. It's kind of a reset that we may need, even if we're not sure what that reset looks like yet. I keep thinking that, oh, or you know, this is a reset yeah. that is happening to us. And we're kind of still in it. I think we're gonna be in it for a couple more years. I do, I do too. So Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, talked about those that love us into being. Who has loved you into being? Um, my dad. Aw. <laughs> yeah, my dad. He's been gone uh, for a long time now, um, since about 2001. Um, but... You know, my dad taught me, um, he was a great young kid dad, especially. Um, he was, he taught me to be adventurous. 
he taught me to not be afraid. Um, he taught me um, to find joy in life. He taught me to go out and seize the bull by the horns and try things. And that it was okay to take risks. And it was okay to try new things, even if it, you didn't, it didn't always work. Yeah. And, you know, and he wasn't always the most positive influence on my life. And his life took some not great turns. But I realized he instilled in me who I am and my willingness to just to go full bore at life. Mm. So I have, to give, I have to give it to my dad. <laughs> Your dad. So who believes or has believed in you when you don't believe in yourself? And how did they, how did they demonstrate believing in you? We all go through those patches where we're not totally believing in ourselves. Who shows up for you or has showed up for you? Um, my husband, Tony, um, he has, he's actually been a big influence on me in the last 10 years, you know, because mm -hmm. he's really taught me to trust my gut to trust my, to believe in myself. Um, he's taught me to um, listen to my instinct. You know, he'll say to me, he'll say, you're always right. And, and, but I'm not always right. But what he means is, you know, the way, stop doubting yourself, you know, the way. And that's been a, he has been a huge confidence builder for me. And confidence, it feels like a resource I've been really accessing in the last couple of years, really strongly. Um, I'd also say uh, uh, Christina, Christina Schuitz previously, now Ferrari, who is my um, second in command, now first in command at Signal CSK. Um, you know, we've worked together for since 2006, I think, a really long time. Wow. And um, she helps me believe in myself. You know, we've been through thick and thin together. And um, watching her grow has been one of the most rewarding things that has ever happened to me. Um, watching her grow, watching her mature, watching her step into leadership and, and having her by my side and being by her side, yeah. know, having her know that she has um, my back no matter what has made me better. Yeah. And she means so much to me. I, I feel like as we, as she's grown and I've matured and we've grown together and gone through hard things together and come out the other side that we can do anything together. Mm -hmm. And that's a great feeling. Yeah. You know, and it's when you've gone through hard stuff together, you know, we've been on a journey together through different organizations in different states and sometimes not always being on the same page. And when you know 
that there's that person in your life and you've grown with them and that um, you've been through so much, you're like, we can conquer anything. We can get through anything and we can conquer anything. That's, that's huge. You know, I read this, uh, this book recently, Your Brain on Love by Stan Tatkin. It's actually exquisite on the audiobook just because his tone is so conversational. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's interesting how he talks about, you know, every relationship will go through connection, disruption, repair. Mm -hmm. And I just think so many people get freaked out when they're in disruption. It's just, that's just what's happening. <laughs> if there was never disruption, there wasn't, a, there, then there's not necessarily a healthy form of conflict. It's people are maybe being codependent or they're squishing themselves down, you know. And when we're in disruption, it's like, okay, let's just see how quickly we can get to repair, you know? And then from repair, we're going to get to connection and it's not a big deal. Yeah. Good. Thank you. You know, what occurred to me when you were saying that was it feels like Tony and Christina are loving you into the next form of being that you're becoming. <laughs> absolutely. And, and I think that that's absolutely true that they are, they that's absolutely true. And it's a great feeling. <laughs> it's belonging. Oh my gosh. Safety matter and belonging. Um, and I want to get, I want to give that to them too. Exactly. Right? We want to reciprocate something that precious. So everybody listening, please ask yourself this question as I ask Cheryl. What are two words, only two, that summarize how you have become? So this is historical how you have become who you are right now. Two words that summarize how you have become who you are right now. Open adventurer. Open adventurer, thank you. And what are two words that summarize who you are in the process of becoming? Confident visionary. Confident visionary, thank you. How would you like to be remembered when your brief time on this gorgeous and mysterious planet is over? How would you like to be remembered? Oh. As, as somebody who understood the end, stewarded great relationships, right? Who understood the value of a relationship above all else. Mm, thank you. I, you know, I, yeah, after more than 15 years of agency ownership, doing great work as a branding agency, I don't actually, when I look back, and even now, I don't think a lot about the work itself. It's great work. I love it. It's so much of it has stood the test of time. I love watching our clients take hold of it and run with it. But what I really remember are the relationships that we build and the relationships that last. So relationships in work and in personal life, I think that's where joy comes from. Um, somebody who, who, who takes good care of relationships. I want to be remembered as somebody who raised other good leaders up thank you if I, I i have said that 
my job is to make myself irrelevant. I want people to, <laughs> I want to raise people up um, around me. And at this stage in my career, that's the most important thing I do. Hopefully every day is encourage and nourish the aspirations and help inspire and bring others help watch help them create the fertile ground for them to grow thank you okay closing question what wisdom or mantra or message from your life would you like to share with others oh my go for it <laughs> take the risk right do the thing yeah eat the cookie you know, <laughs> go make it happen. Mm, the, the cost of what if is just too high. Yeah. Beautiful. Cheryl Farr, thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> thank you, Christine. This is so much fun. Thank you. Thanks for your wisdom today. It was my pleasure. I appreciate you. Mm, I appreciate you. Okay, bye for now. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Every listen, every share, every review helps others form their own smart tribes where teams are engaged, happy, and optimally performing. Together, you and I can help millions of people crack the behavior code in their organizations, families, and communities. I invite you to take two minutes and head over to smarttribesinstitute.com to discover more about how to form a smart tribe. See you there and please tell your friends.